Welcome to the Maximize Business Value Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Mastery Partners, where our mission is to equip business owners to maximize business value so they can transition their business on their terms. Our mission was born from the lessons we've learned from over 100 business transactions, which fuels our desire to share our experiences and wisdom so you can succeed. Now, here's your host, CEO of Mastery Partners, Tom Bronson. Hi, this is Tom Bronson, and welcome to Maximize Business Value, a podcast for business leaders who are passionate about building long-term, sustainable value in their businesses. In this episode, I'd like to welcome our guest, Ken Huffman. He's president of Captive Nation, a captive insurance firm in North Texas. I met Ken a few weeks ago, and as you're about to see, he's passionate and full of energy about his business, and he really opened my eyes to the benefits of captive insurance, something that I've heard of for a long time, but never really understood. Once Ken explained it to me, the light bulbs kind of went off in my head and I started to realize how much captive insurance can really benefit business owners. So I'm really excited to have Ken here to kind of explain what captive insurance is and talk about what uh, what he does. Welcome to Maximize Business Value, Ken. How are you? I'm doing great, Tom. I really appreciate the opportunity to come visit with you about captive insurance. I'm excited. I mean, it might sound like a boring topic to some of you folks out there, but just <laughs> yeah. stick with us for a few minutes, right? And so, Absolutely. So, You'll love it. Yes. Tell us a little bit about your background and what led you to start Captive Nation. Absolutely. Well, I initially went to Texas A&M and got my accounting degree from there. I then started at KPMG, a big four auditing firm. And then from there, I went to a a small CPA firm where I did audits, tax returns, all kinds of things. And I noticed at that time, there were a a lot of tax strategies that we were not implementing because they were in different industries. Um, After that, I did a short stint at Mobile Oil and then launched out on my own and formed a company called CPA to CPA where we taught CPAs about all these advanced tax strategies that they didn't even know about. And so one that became very, very popular was captive insurance. The problem was it was hard to find a good provider of captive insurance. So I thought, hey, you know what? I'm a CPA. I know this better than emails. And so I started Captive Nation. And so that's what we do. We specialize in captive insurance and it's a tremendous business strategy strategy that I'm I'm pretty fired up about because I love business owners and I love helping them make more of what they got. Well I, I wish I'd known that you know you went to AM. Somebody I work <laughs> with is a is a big Aggie fan and, and I'm always wondering perhaps what the words to that war hymn. I know you don't have a fight song, you have a war hymn. It's an Aggie uh, war hymn, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, we could maybe do another uh, podcast on that. I didn't grow up in Texas, so I have no axe to grind anywhere. Uh, and so uh, so that's awesome. So Absolutely, Aggies are great. <laughs> the more you know, the better your life will be. That's, that's what I hear from every Aggie I run into. <laughs> So you can get the Aggie ring like that too. Say absolutely. So what is captive insurance and how does it work? Yeah, yeah. Let me just give you a a brief overview about what captive insurance is. You you have a business owner, all right? They are going to form their own captive insurance company. 
They're only selling to their own business. The captive insurance company is going to issue policies to cover this business for unique things that their traditional commercial insurance is not covering them for. Either it's not available, that coverage is not available, or it's too expensive. Okay. The business owner is then going to write a check, okay, from the business over to their captive insurance company to cover the cost of those premiums, right? So they're getting real insurance policies to cover this business. The money goes to their captive insurance company. Then what are you going to do? We're going to reinsure all of those policies so that if something does happen, your business files a claim, we're going to pull it from the reinsurance. The money is also that's in there. We want to invest that so that the business owner earns additional wealth. So a captive insurance company is a private insurance company owned by the business owner that accomplishes three things. Okay, it protects the business, decreases taxes, and builds wealth. So in a nutshell, that's what captive insurance is. All right. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm a simple man. Uh, <laughs> and so, so give me an example of something that you could cover under captive insurance that you wouldn't cover using a, a traditional insurance. Sure. Yeah. Well, here's a pretty popular one right now. Coronavirus. Um, <laughs> that a I, lot I, of people. For our listeners who haven't heard of that, you know. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. We got a pandemic going on right now. And what a lot of, Tom, what a lot of business owners are finding out is that there's a little clause in their insurance policy that says we don't cover pandemics. Well, if you had a captive insurance company, you could get coronavirus policies. Um, That's going to cover. Okay, restaurants shut down, right? They shut down restaurants for like two months. Let's say they brought in a half a million dollars a month in revenue. And they got shut down for two months. Well, that business owner could file a claim saying, I got shut down for two months and I lost a million dollars of revenue. They could get a check for a million dollars to cover everything. Well, you know what? Your traditional commercial insurance is not going to cover that. Right. And if they did, it'd be too expensive. So so are there any guarantees of uh, that you can get reinsurance on all of the things that you could? Oh, yeah. Okay. Every single one of the policies is reinsured. And that accomplishes two things. You are achieving the proper risk distribution. That's a requirement. We'll talk a little bit more about that. And then secondly, you just don't want to hold all the risk. You can't hold all the risk unless you have a lot of different 12 or more entities. So you're accomplishing risk distribution and you want that reinsurance. So because if something happens, you don't want to pull all the money from your captive. You want to pull it from the reinsurance, right? So you're leveraging your captive in a big way that way. All right. So um, how how do you, man, uh, setting up your own insurance agency? How do you how do you determine what the premiums are for these insurances yeah. that you? I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm a expert in helping businesses build value. I'm not an insurance company, so how yes. do I determine what what is the the, uh, the premium that I should be paying? Absolutely, Tom. Great question. What is going to happen is um, we initially do an assessment to say, hey, is this something that's that's worth it or not? And then is, is it something that'd be beneficial to the business owner? But the way you determine the policies is we use a third-party actuary, somebody that's independent. It's, they, we do not hire them. We hire them, but we don't employ them with their own company. We want an outside perspective. They're going to look at this business and they're going to say, you have this amount of risk, 
to cover this amount of risk are these 15 different policies, okay? The policies are market value policies. So if you could get them, they're priced on market value, all right? So you're getting market rates. So then the business owner decides, I want three these three policies that add up to $100,000, or maybe it adds up to a million dollars. They say, I want these policies. We then issue the policies. They then pay for the premiums, just like you normally would any kind of other insurance. Except the good thing is, <laughs> is that you get to keep the premium. Because it's, right? it's in a... Because it's yours. Right. right. You own the insurance. Think about it, Tom. What if State Farm sent you a check back at the end of the year saying, you know, Tom, you never filed a claim. So we're going to go ahead and give you back all the premiums that you paid throughout the year. Wouldn't that make you happy? You mean How they often don't has that? that happened? Has it ever happened, Tom? You mean, you mean they don't do that for everyone? <laughs> <laughs> it never happens, no, right? No, it never no. happens. And you're like, oh, this is so frustrating. But if you had your own captive insurance company, that's exactly what happens. If you don't use it, you don't lose it. Well, all right, but are you not taxed on it? You are not taxed on the first $2.3 million per year. And, and, and here's really a huge value. Oh, $2.3 million per year? Per year. Wow. Per year. So this is something business owners love, CPAs love. Okay, business owners hate paying taxes, right? Now, I want to make something very, very clear right from the get-go. The purpose of a captive insurance company is to insure the business. Yes. It's yes. to insure the business. That is the primary reason that you would have a captive insurance company. It just happens to come with great tax benefits. And here's what I mean. You're going to write a check. And let's, I'm going to use an example of a million dollars. You do not have to put a million dollars in here. Okay, but let's use an example. Okay. You write a check for a million dollars. It goes in your captive insurance company. If you did not have a captive insurance company and you're taxed at the highest rate, you're going to be paying about $400,000 to the IRS. And you're like, what? Mm -hmm. I worked hard for that money, right? But $400,000. So you have $600,000 left. Or you have a captive insurance company. You're covered for unique policies. The money, the million dollars goes over to the captive insurance company. You still have a million dollars. And that is because there's a special exemption for small insurance companies called the 831B exemption. And that allows you to deduct up to $2.3 million of premium income every single year. You're just taxed on your investment earnings. So it's an incredible benefit. And you're like, Tom, it sounds like I'm paying once and deducting it twice. That's exactly what happens. Wow. So you get a business, yeah. You get a business deduction over here. The captive insurance company gets another. You get to exempt that income. And so you, you save it a little more. Not bad. <laughs> uh, so, so, all right. So our listeners, now you see why, you know, mind blown uh, uh, on this. Cause I never really understood that. I mean, look, when someone said captive insurance, Hey, you want to talk about captive insurance? That's my signal to, Oh, got to go to the restroom or, you know, yeah. uh, forgot that I got to go get a haircut. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, and that's uh, the thing that Tom, that really intrigued me as a CPA. I'm always looking for ways to save clients money, yes. right? To save yes. business owners money. And this is a business strategy, right? Every right. People, business owners, it's their cash cow, right? They have spent 30, 40 years building this business. They want to protect it. 
right? And so this is a way to protect that business. And it happens to come with unbelievable tax benefits. So it's a great way to build wealth. Yeah, that is crazy. That is crazy. All right. So, so we kind of got off on a little bit of a, of a tangent there. So That's all right. uh, help me out with what is the difference between just a, a traditional uh, commercial carrier insurance and captive insurance? Right. Yeah. So uh, a traditional commercial insurance company is going to look at your business. They're going to say, you have this amount of risk. How, how do you, how much insurance do you want? You're going to write them a check. It goes to the third party insurance company. You never see it again. If you don't file a claim, that's just an expense, right? Right. So, but it's protecting the business. Right. Now, what a captive does, it integrates with your traditional commercial insurance. You do not drop your traditional commercial insurance. Now, there's ways to make it cheaper. Right. And that's a great thing. There's ways to make your traditional commercial insurance uh, more affordable and cheaper by implementing a captive insurance company into your insurance strategy. So what's the difference? One, um, they're both insurance. Right. But one, you never see your premium again. You write your check to the third party commercial insurance. It's gone forever. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you have a captive, you own the insurance company. So the premiums that you write to your comp- your insurance company, you get to keep. Now, all right. Let me let me just. Uh, you own that. Do you, does the business own the captive insurance, or or like if if I own the business, can I own the captive insurance personally, or is it actually owned by the business? It is owned by the business owner. It oh, is owned okay. by the business, so not the business. Okay. But the business owner or owners. Okay. And so, yep. Absolutely. So, and one, one captive insurance company, maybe the business owner has five different companies, mm-hmm. right? So they could, one captive insurance company can cover all five businesses that that business owner owns. Okay. So one, one, you know, one captive insurance company can do a lot. Okay. So uh, it, it, it occurs to me, you know, that, as you know, I've sat in the CEO's uh, seat a lot. I've, I've yeah. owned, I've bought or sold a hundred different businesses. And, uh, and um, sitting in the CEO seat, you know, there, there's a, always an opportunity to, to get additional coverage for things. I call it death by a thousand uh, premiums, right? Yes. Uh, and because, because every time our insurance uh, firm, we had them come in annually to kind of look at, do a risk assessment. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the, the 20 coverages that we had, they would always want to double that to 40 or 50 different coverages. And yes. And of course, my answer was maybe I'll take two or three of them or maybe I'll swap. But I always, sitting in the CEO seat, it was, what is my risk, you know, and, and is it worth the premium? Look, if it's yes. a, if it's going to, if it's a, if it's a million dollar risk and it, and it'll cost me, you know, $500 to cover it, I'm probably going to do that. But if it's right. a million dollar risk and it's going to cost me 200000 to cover that, you know, <laughs> that's a whole different deal. And, and even, even since you and I uh, met for coffee a few weeks ago and, and having this conversation now, it occurs to me that business owners might think about all of those other risks and okay, we're going to keep our stuff over here with our traditional. 
And I'll cover all these other things under a captive. Exactly. That's exactly, Tom. So that that one big policy for a million dollars that costs you $200,000, you can get the same policy. The $200,000 goes into your own captive insurance company. And guess what you still have at the end of the year if you never use it? $200,000. Plus, right? plus the return on investment. Absolutely. So then you invest that money and earn even more. Oh. Earn even more. So Holy it's a true, it, it just, it's one of those situations where people just don't know about, it. you know, Tom, 90% of your fortune 500 companies have a captive insurance company. Really? 90%. Yes. They all have them. We're bringing it to the small to medium sized businesses. They just don't know about it. Why, you know, Tom, why I, is that? Why don't more people know about this? Most people think their CPA knows every single tax strategy that's out there. And the bottom line is that they do not. I've met a lot of CPAs that would convince you that they know every tax strategy out there too. They don't know what they don't know. You know, I, I do continuing professional education, CPE for CPAs. Um, I teach for the uh, Texas Society of CPAs, the Fort Worth Division. I, I teach for several of them. And you would just be shocked. Yeah. They have not heard of captive insurance. Um, they don't know how it works. And so as a CPA, I want to share that knowledge with them uh, so that at least they know how it works. Um, a real example that we have, we had a, a construction company, a CPA um, business owner went to him. He ended up having a million dollars of profit left over at the end of the year. So that's not bad, right? That's yeah, pretty that's good. Not terrible. No. And so what did their CPA say at the end of the year? Uh, hey, you need to buy some equipment. Right. And so they bought like a million dollars worth of equipment that they really didn't even need. So the next year they talked to us and they were, they, another CPA introduced them to us and they said, what about a captive? If you would put a million dollars in a captive in five years, how much is your, how much is the equipment that you bought last year going to be worth in five years? $200,000. Right? right. But if you put it in a captive, in five years, your money will be worth $1.2 million. You got the same deduction from a tax standpoint, but you got to keep all the premiums. You're putting money in an, in an asset that appreciates, not depreciates. Wow. You see what I mean? And you're getting all the insurance coverage. Wow. <laughs> it's great, man. You're not buying equipment that you really maybe don't need, right? Don't even need Right. You don't even, you just don't want to write that huge check to the IRS. Holy and so God. you're looking for any way you can. Well, why not put it in, get something that's going to protect your business. You get the same deduction and the money's going to be there. It's going to only appreciate. So we've talked about, you know, uh, having a, a good and combined approach where you have some traditional and you've got some captive yes. over here. So mm -hmm. how, how do traditional insurance carriers feel about captive? Insurance? Yeah, great, great question, Tom. You know, once they understand it, they're fine with it. Initially, you're not going to replace all your. No, no. and I, I'll be honest. We do not tell anybody to drop any of their commercial insurance. Now, they may see that it make more sense to put a little bit in the end of the captive, but majority of the time, they keep their same policies that they currently have with their traditional commercial insurance. So we're no threat. We, in fact, we work with commercial insurance companies, agencies, 
that once they understand it, what they do is they do two different quotes to their owners, to their, to their clients. One, just straight commercial insurance. And then the second one is if you implement a captive insurance company into your strategy, this is what it's going to do. You're going to end up with more insurance and less premiums. Wow. So here's the reason why they like it. If they really get it, they're going to grow their commercial insurance firm. Why? Because they are saving business owners a little bit of money, Mm -hmm. right? They're saving business. So that's going to be more attractive because yeah. the other three people that come to the table, the other tr- the commercial insurance companies, they're all going to be about the same as far as the premium goes. No right? Kidding. Yeah. But if you implement a captive, you're coming in 20% lower than anybody else. They're going to get the business every single time. And so do you actually have um, um, commercial insurance carriers that'll come in and educate a business owner about a captive and say, Hey, you ought to think about doing this way. Absolutely. No kidding. Absolutely. So commercial insurance companies, you'd be surprised. Some of your really, really big commercial insurance companies, they have a captive insurance division. They just don't talk a lot about it because they want to maximize the amount of policies they can provide. Yeah. But, but the bottom line is there's just certain things that do not make financial sense to insure from a commercial insurance perspective. Um, like you said, a million dollar policy costing 200,000. However, if, what if your commercial insurance agency told you about that and said, why don't you do it within the captive? We'll cover everything else. And we support the traditional commercial agency. So that, that makes more sense, right? Look, I'm telling you, I'm I'm hopeful that some commercial insurance folks are listening to this because that that to me as a as a as a business owner now, but as a former business owner, if somebody had walked into my office laying out something like this to me, boy, that would have been a game changer uh, for that relationship. I would never leave that. You're bringing me so much value. And yes, you might get a little bit less premium now, but you get a customer for life. You'll, you'll never lose them. Yeah. Tom, they will not shop you anymore, That's, right? Because nobody's yeah. going to be able to compete with them because they're integrating a captive into their policies. Holy cow. All right. So, man, this is really neat stuff. And now our, our listeners and, and viewers can understand why I was so excited to have you so on the program. So we've already talked about a lot of the benefits and the tax benefits. Are there any other, before we take a break, are there any other benefits of owning your own captive insurance agency? Yeah. I, I mean, when you talk about, you know, what it does for you, from the tax perspective, um, you know, you decrease it from the business, you decrease it from the captive insurance side. But also a lot of people are curious about this in that, how do I get money out of it? Right? I'm putting money into my captive insurance company. Is it gone forever? No, you own the captive insurance company. It's yours. And in starting in year two, you can start taking money out of the captive insurance company. In, in the form of qualified dividends. You cannot do loans, all right? Need to make that really clear. You do not loan money back to the business or to the business owner, all right? Okay. You have to do qualified dividends and you pay capital gains rates of 15, 
Oh, that so, quickly you can pay the capital gains rates on that. Oh yeah, you just pay the capital gains rates. And so okay. when people say, how do you get money out of the captive? I, I like to say it in, you can live, quit or die. All right, I can live, <laughs> I can live and use my captive insurance company. I'm getting coverage for my business. I'm making money on the investments, right? I'm loving it and living it. It's great. Or I could quit in year three, year five, year 10. I can say, I don't want to do this anymore, right? And so what you would do, what we would do is we would relinquish the insurance license. It becomes a regular C-Corp. And then they can take that money and start a new business. They can buy apartments. They can buy whatever. It's just a regular C-Corp at that time. Or you could liquidate it, all the money that's in there, and pay capital gains rates. And then the last, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the last thing is if you die, right? Now, that's quite a price to pay. But here's what happens. Let's say your kids is going to, they're going to inherit everything that you have. And let's say over a period of time, you have $10 million in there. If you shut it down, you'd pay capital gains rates, pay $2 million, or you happen to die. Your kids are going to get that stepped up basis. And so to $10 million. Really? So if you die, stepped up basis, they can then take out all $10 million and pay zero in capital gains. Tax-free. Tax-free. Well, as long as, I mean, if you, what if you, I mean, how big can they get? Can you have a captive insurance with $50 million in it? Absolutely. And there's a lot of them that do it. We have, we have clients that put in, you know, a hundred thousand dollars a year. We got clients that put in $10 million a year. No kidding. So you may have, you know, a million in there. You may have, you know, tens of millions in there. So these get big. You look at your big uh, companies that have these there, they've got billions in there. Wow. Wow. And you're not limited to 2.3 million. It's just a small captive is considered $2.3 million or less. A large captive, you can put in 10 million, put a lot more. It's just that the deduction works a little bit differently. Yeah. Different rules. Okay. All right. Got it. So we're talking with uh, Ken Huffman. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Absolutely. Mastery Partners equips business owners to maximize business value so they can transition on their own terms using our four-step process. We start with a snapshot of where your business is today. Then we help you understand where you want to be and design a custom strategy to get you there. Next, you execute that strategy with the help of our amazing resource network. And ultimately, we help you transition your business on your terms. What are you waiting for? More time? More revenue? If you want to maximize your business value, it takes time. Now is the time. Get started today by checking us out at masterypartners.com or email us at info at masterypartners.com to learn more. We're back with Ken Huffman and we are talking about the exciting topic of Captive insurance. If you didn't think it was exciting before this show, you're sure to uh, to think it is at this point. So, uh, Ken, in the first part of the program, you talked about the three benefits of captive insurance. Can you go over those one more time for me? Sure. Yeah, yeah, Tom. A captive insurance company is going to protect your business, 
decrease taxes, and build your wealth. Those are the three things it's going to do. And when we talk about protecting your business, I'm going to give you an idea of kind of what type of policies we're talking about. Um, Business interruption. Let's say you got a a place and, and they start doing road construction in front of your business and you lose half your sales. You can file a claim and get paid for half of those sales that you lost, okay? Um, Gaps, exclusions, and deductibles. Tom, you know how you get your commercial insurance policy and it's like one page of what's covered and 300 pages of what's not covered? Yes. I mean, the gaps, exclusions. Well, that's what captive insurance does is that it covers those 300 pages. Um, It could be that maybe you produce some chair, leather chairs, And you get a really good deal on the leather because you've been working with the supplier for 20 years. In fact, the competitors are 50% higher. If that supplier of leather goes out of business, it's going to hurt your profit line because you're going to buy from the competitors, which are 50% more. Captive insurance covers that. So if that were to happen, you're going to get a check to make up that difference. I mean, that is adding value to your bottom line, protecting it like never before. All right. So how do you, how do you think of these things? Right. I mean, until something like that had until look, until coronavirus hit, would anybody think about covering that? I know. I know. Coronavirus is a big one. Nobody would. Right. And nobody did. Right. Now they do. Now it's on the radar. And so now you can get a coronavirus or a pandemic policy to cover your business if something were to happen. So that's what an actuary does. That's why we hire a third party independent actuary to look at your business. And we also look at it, too, and say, OK, you you're exposed here. And we talk to the business owner. What are you concerned? What keeps you up at night? People don't realize that a lot of the things that keep them up at night could be covered by insurance. And again, if they don't use it. They don't lose it. It's just sitting over here, you know. Um, Another thing that's pretty popular, Tom, is what if you have, you know, a lot of business owners, they're kind of checked out, right? They're on the beach. They have a key person. Um, Or maybe they bring in 70% of their sales, a salesperson, and you're afraid, what if my competitor picks them out, you know, and I lose my key man? Well, if you have a captive insurance company, you can cover that. So if that were to happen, you could get a check for a million dollars. That that covers what the value was that they were to you. Wow. I mean, it's, oh, it's huge. It really is. It's huge. That, um, another that, one. Yeah. That, no, another one. Incredible. Yeah. Give me another one. Yeah. So another one, you know, coronavirus, it, it's caused all kinds of things. It, extra expenses to business owners that they didn't, you know, now they have to buy all this sanitation equipment and it's extra cost, right? The government's going to probably regulate that. You're going to have regulatory change. Well, that's going to be more expensive for the business. If they could have a captive, they could get all that covered. So any type of regulatory change, environmental change, um, you know, the, all that can be covered within a captive insurance company. I'm just so, sitting here thinking, Ken, you're nuts. I mean, how <laughs> all right all right everybody ken must be crazy there's no way you can do all this a lot of people think you know they're shocked tom that i'm a cpa they're like are you sure you're a cpa absolutely i'm a cpa with the personnel it's just people don't know about what's out there and available to them Um, another thing that's really really popular that i just i love uh, commercial commercial um strip shopping centers commercial properties if somebody skips out 
right? They say they sign a, a two-year lease and, and they leave. Look, you can get up to six months of payments if they bolt on you. No kidding. Oh, that's huge, right? Because that wait, you can't get the, you can't get the balance of the lease. <laughs> yeah, you get up to six months. I mean, you could if you say I want twelve months or eighteen months. It's just going to cost more. But again, do you really care? Right. I mean, right. the money's going from your business over to your captive insurance company. Right. Right. So right. these are custom policies, Tom. These are things that are either too expensive, or just they're not available commercially, and so everything can be customized to that business or business owner. God, every, every business owner that, that I know, and that's a lot could benefit from this somehow, somehow. All right. Um, before we get off in the weeds, I want to back up because uh, you said that uh, captive insurance can help you build wealth. How does that, how does that work? Yeah. Well, one thing is this is a separate entity, a separate corporation. So people can sue your business and get what's in your business. They can sue the business owner, get things from the business owner. All right. But this is a separate corporate entity. Nobody has any standing. Nobody can force the liquidation of a captive insurance company. So it's creditor proof. So you're protecting your wealth. You're building your wealth because nobody can grab it, right? So that's a really huge, big deal that we want to remember. And then all the premiums that go into it are retained. You're not giving them to anybody. Yeah, you keep all the the premiums that go into your captive insurance company. They're retained and they're reinsured. If something happens, we pull from the reinsurance and then they're investable. So you're investing money um, into Wall Street funds. So it's a great way to, to save money. Um, something else that's really interesting is we, we talked about the traditional commercial insurance, right? Well, and th- a lot of times it can lower the cost of your traditional commercial insurance. And the way we do that is you can increase the deductible, which drives down your premiums. But you can still get the coverage, even though you've increased the deductible, you can get the coverage. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's the same amount of coverage. You're just saying, hey, instead of a $5,000 deductible, I want a $25,000 deductible or $100,000 deductible. Well, what's that going to do? Drive down your premiums. And yeah. you're thinking, well, what if I need that money? Get it from your captive insurance company. You write a deductible reimbursement policy so that if you have to use it, you need that, you just pull it from your captive insurance company. So, I mean, that's huge, right? Um, a lot of times nursing homes are really having trouble getting insurance right now because of what all's happening. So you can say, all right, we're going to take the first million within the captive insurance company. And that's, and then for, you know, the traditional commercial will take the rest or more than that. Mm-hmm. So that drives down the premiums a tremendous amount. You know, something else, Tom, that I love this aspect of a captive insurance company. Have you ever gone and bought a TV like at Best Buy? Oh, yeah. What's the last thing they ask you at the check register before you check out? Do you want the five-year extended warranty? Exactly. <laughs> and what do I say? No. No, absolutely right. But if you have a captive insurance company, you can do the exact same thing with whatever product you produce. You can create a warranty, an extended warranty, and you know, you can charge for it or not charge for it. it but it, let's say it's an, $200 um, 
you know, that $200 goes directly into your captive insurance company with a tax rate of zero. So what have you just done? You create a whole new profit line, a whole new revenue stream, and significantly lower their taxes. We had a, a commercial insurance, a commercial range company one time, you know, they to, to make food at restaurants. They came to oh, us yeah. and said, can we do a two-year warranty? Everybody does a one-year warranty. We said, sure. They did a two-year warranty, didn't even charge for it. Sales went like this. And and they insured that through their captive. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're talking about tremendous value. It's one of the reasons why people do it. Just that alone. Yeah. To be able to offer a warranty or insurance on their product. It's reason alone to do a captive. So, so it's pretty powerful. All right. So, um, you know, for those of you who are watching on YouTube, you can see over my shoulder, I have, I have three daughters and a, and a beautiful wife. Can I start a captive insurance to cover their cell phone damage? <laughs> Apparently that's an issue. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, you could, you could, uh, you can, you could do, ex, you know, extended warranties for, for companies. Absolutely. That's sure. probably the only thing that I regret not doing is maybe getting, uh, I tell our family, we don't do extended warranties on that stuff. I mean, that's right. just, typically just oh. drop it in their pocket, but, but the phones are so expensive too. I mean, they're so crazy expensive. I know it drives me crazy. So, yep. all right, let's, let's get back on task here. <laughs> Who, uh, who does, sorry, I, I, I have ADD, you know that, uh, no problem. Who does this work for, is there some magic number that you have to reach in order to be eligible to start a captive uh, insurance agency? Great question, Tom. It's any company that has gross sales, total revenues of $2 million to $2 billion. $2 million to $2 billion. That's a wide yeah. It, it's a huge wide range. And I don't mean net profit. Okay. I don't mean take home. I mean, does your total sales, does your total gross revenue of all the companies that you have together combined, is it at least $2 million? Then it's something you want to look at. And Tom, what we do is we just do an analysis, okay. right? Of, of, all right, how much, what do, you, what do you have? What are your businesses? We can estimate the amount of premiums, the type of policies you could get, what it would cover and the premiums. And we do a cost benefit analysis because you need to see, does this really make financial sense for you? And, and oddly enough, Tom, if you're doing 2 million or more, you end up better financially, meaning you end up with more cash at the end of the day by doing one of these than by not doing one of these. Oh, I'm convinced of that. Look, you know, that's in, that's intuitive. I mean, I would hope yeah. that our listeners can have picked up uh, on that already and why I didn't do this uh, for years. I have no idea. I, I, I wish that I'd run into you, Ken. And, yeah. Yeah. And that we'd hey, have... we're together now. We got it going on now. Exactly. So, yeah. so what is, give us just a little bit of insight into the, uh, how hard is this to set up? I mean, how do you set up a captive? Yeah. It's, it's very simple because we do all the work. Okay. So we create and manage the captive insurance company for the business owner. They don't have to hire additional staff. They don't need a desk. They don't have to build onto their business. We handle the entire thing. And there's four stages. One is the feasibility study. We do that. that we don't charge for that. We just do a, a quick analysis of does this make financial sense or not? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Then if it does, the uh, business owner is like, I like this. We then move to underwriting. And that's where we hire the third party actuary that's going to look at the business and say, you have this amount of risk to cover that as these 15 policies. And then, you know, it's X amount of money. And then the business owner can decide how much they want. So that's the second stage. Then they'll know, okay, yes, I want to do this. We then move to the formation stage. That's where we form the, uh, the insurance company. Okay, it's a C Corp. We obtain the insurance license that's required. Policies are issued to the business. Premiums are paid. Um, you distribute the risk properly. And then after that, the fourth and final thing is the ongoing management of this. Captive insurance companies, every year they have to have an independent audit. They have to have an actuary look at them to determine, do you still have the same amount of risk or has the risk gone up? Um, and oh, so there's, okay. so you have to, that's an yeah. annual deal. Okay. Yeah, that's an annual deal. And, um, you know, you just have to manage these things correctly. That is the most important thing. And as a CPA, that's one thing we make sure we do is manage these things correctly. And so, and so for your services, your clients pay you a fee, uh, to, to do all of those things. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Cause you're constant, you're communicating with the, the state insurance department. There's a whole list of things that we do, but I'm just kind of summarizing it. To, uh, to yeah. Make- yeah. Yeah. This is only an hour long program. Come on. So- <laughs> That's right. You don't want to get into all the details, but I'm, I'm happy to share all the details. It's That's just right. not all right, so it begged one additional question. You know, I've had yeah. businesses where I've been the only owner, and so that's real simple. But yes. I've also had businesses that I've had as many as, you know, 40 or 50 shareholders. Does the captive insurance have to be owned on the same basis as the ownership of the business? Or could I, as maybe I'm a 50% owner, and then I've got a bunch of other shareholders, could I own the captive insurance uh, and, and the other owners of the business not own it? Right. Great question, Tom. Typically, it's going to mirror the ownership of the business. Okay. Well, Unless there's a... It makes sense to do that, right? I mean... It, it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, there was a recent... Over the last several years, there was recent legislation that increased the amount that you could put into the captive from $1.2 million to $2.2 million per year. Uh, but it came with a stipulation that if mom and dad owned the business mom and dad have to own the captive okay so it has to mirror the ownership has to mirror now there yeah so it's reasonable what people were doing is mom and dad owned the business and the kids owned the captive but they they so they're basically out. just passing the money to the yeah and so they cut that out um but uh as far as you if you have unrelated people uh business owners there's five different business owners and there's some good business reason why one of the owners not, doesn't want to be part of it then you could do that you okay. know you could it doesn't have to mirror it exactly if they're not related well, if they are related, I, I, honestly, I could see how um, in the hands of somebody who is unscrupulous, you know, you yes. might be as as a uh, as a part owner in a business set up something like this and get a lot of financial benefit where where it should be shared among the, the absolutely they would have yep. gotten the the money, albeit a reduced amount because of the taxes, but they would have gotten it. So right, exactly. That's the deal. That's exactly right. So. As far as I know, um, you know, uh, your business is the only business, Captive Nation is the only business on the planet that does this. <laughs> but I, 
I'm sure you have, I'm sure there's some competition. This is, this is your opportunity to kind of, now that you've given a lot of really good value and education to our clients, yes. what kind of sets your business apart from others that do what you do? Yeah, Tom, that's a great question. There's a lot of people out there that have done this. Um, the most important thing is that these things are created and managed properly according to state and federal guidelines. And that is where people get into trouble. They use managers that don't know what they're doing. They're not competent, you know, or they form them overseas. And some of those are overseas are okay. They're fine. Right. But there's a lot of them that are formed overseas that the, the rules of the insurance department over there do not match what the federal guidelines are. And so like the owners, if it's, if it's uh, foreign, they may say, sure, you can take loans out against it. Just borrow the money, bring it back whenever. You can't do that. They can then go and try to file the 831B exemption. Federal IRS guidelines says you can't do that. Okay, you cannot loan money um, out uh, from there. So what makes us different is that we're CPAs. Mm. That's the biggest thing, right? We're held to a different standard. We have a state board of accountancy. So we have to do things according to the law each and every time. And the second thing is all of our captives are set up right here in the good old USA, the states. Yeah. And so that's the two, that's the biggest thing is that we make sure you're compliant with state guidelines and federal guidelines. As a CPA, we're not going to, we're going to make sure you're always in good standing. Awesome. That, uh, that, that is amazing. We're running low on time here. So let me ask you, um, one last question, one, um, uh, you know, this podcast is all about maximizing business value. So yes. if, the, if there's one thing that you want business owners to walk away from here with, what is the one most important thing that you recommend business owners do to build value in their businesses? Protect the cash cow. Protect the business that you already built, right? And you can do that through a captive insurance company. And it's going to build even more wealth for you. So you want to protect things that maybe you're going to sell in three to five years. Make sure it's stabilized, that nothing crazy happens to it so that you can get the most value out of your business as possible. And a captive insurance company is going to do exactly that. Boy, that is that is good and solid advice. Now, for our listeners who who listen to this podcast regularly, and I hope you've had a chance to to go and listen to it, I always ask a bonus question, and that is, Ken, what personality trait has gotten you in the most trouble through the years? Yes, you know, I'm pretty spontaneous. I'm pretty creative and spontaneous. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, that can get you in trouble because sometimes you make a quick decision and then you're like, you know what? Maybe I should have done that. Um, I've got it. When my son turned 16 years old, I thought, what would be a fun thing to do? Let's go have a candy dash. And so we took him to 7-Eleven and said, you have 16 seconds to grab as much candy as you want. And so you would be surprised. <laughs> He's just grabbing handfuls, handfuls, handfuls. 16 seconds later, $106 in candy. $106 in, of course. 
Yeah, look, I love 7-Eleven, a local uh, uh, convenience store based here in uh, North Texas. Uh, yes. but, but you're not probably paying the least amount of money. No, no, no. That was not a great choice. It was just close to the house. And so I thought, well, let's just try this. I'm standing up there and I'm like, are we really going to pay $106 for all this but I already told him we would. So it's something, but it was so much fun. It created a memory oh, for yeah. him that he'll never forget. So it was well worth $106. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Look, if you, you know, folks who haven't heard my podcast about my daughter graduating from high school, then, you know, life is about creating a series of yes. uh, moments of memories uh, that your kids can carry with you uh, for, Absolutely. Uh, for the rest of their lives. Nothing else matters, right? I mean, it's nothing the- else does. And I'm right with you. that and tell that story for a long time. He'll probably be smarter than you and not do that with his That's kids. Right. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's right. Okay, Mr. Spontaneous. So uh, how can our viewers and listeners get in touch with you, Ken? Sure. Yeah. You can go to our website, uh, captivenation.com or email me, Ken at captivenation.com or our phone number is 888 888- Nine four four fifty five eighty eight. If you're curious about this, have questions, um, or or yeah, think. Ah, I wonder if this would work for this client. It works for any business. There's no business that every business has risk, and so um, it doesn't matter if you're a physician or manufacturer or construction. It works. But we'll just uh, do an analysis, see the cost benefit, and see if it's something to move forward with. That's awesome. And that doesn't cost anything to have that. No, we do free, we do free assessments, you know, and we do all the costs, you know, what is the bottom line? No nickel and diamond. Give me the whole entire story. What's the cost, all the costs, what's the benefit. And then the business owner can make an informed decision if that's good for them or not. Perfect. Perfect. So, uh, so Ken, thank you for being our guest today. You can find Ken at captivenation.com or on LinkedIn, or you can reach out to us always, and I can put you in direct contact uh, with Ken. This is the Maximize Business Value podcast, where we give practical advice to business owners on how to build long-term sustainable value in your business. Be sure to tune in each week and follow us wherever you found this podcast, and be sure to comment. We love comments, and I promise you we respond to all of them. So until next time, I'm Tom Bronson reminding you to take action on one thing you've learned today while you maximize business value. Thank you for tuning in to the Maximize Business Value podcast with Tom Bronson. This podcast is brought to you by Mastery Partners, where our mission is to equip business owners to maximize business value so they can transition on their own terms. Our mission was born from the lessons we've learned from over 100 business transactions, which fuels our desire to share our experiences and wisdom so you can succeed. Learn more on how to build long-term, sustainable business value and get free value-building tools by visiting our website, www.masterypartners.com. That's mastery with a Y, masterypartners.com. Check it out. That was perfect. I wouldn't make any changes on that.